Welcome back to another episode of One Penny at a Time. I'm your host, Harris Elliott, and welcome to another fantastic episode where we go over my portfolio update for the month of April. It is crazy that it's already been four months into 2023. We're almost at summer. Time flies. As always, thank you all so much for joining me in and just taking some time out of your busy schedule or day to take a listen to what I have to say. If this is your first time on here listening to the podcast, welcome. Take your shoes off and make sure to wipe your feet before coming in. I'm kidding. Um, Before we do go over my portfolio, um, last month I gave a record recommendation and I I don't know, I thought that was pretty cool. So I'm going to go ahead and give you guys another one. One of my all-time favorite records of all time it's Plastic Beach by the Gorillas. This came out in 2010. I've pretty much been listening to this album on repeat nonstop since it's come out. Definitely check it out. One of my favorite songs of all time on Melancholy Hill is on this album, and it is my happy song. So please, if you want to check out something new, I would highly recommend you give that a check out. As always, as we talk about on this podcast, this is not financial advice. This is just me documenting my journey and kind of going over my ideas and just talking it out loud. These are not buy, sell, or hold recommendations. Do your own due diligence. So, month of April, very boring month, to be honest, with my buys. And it's one of my lowest months in dividends. Actually, it is the lowest month in dividends. So, this will be a pretty quick episode. So, let's start off with the dividends received. In my taxable account, I got $1.27 from Jeppy, J-E-P-I. I got $0.44 cents from Best Buy, BBY. I got $0.35 cents from O, which is Realty Income. I got $0.34 cents from Main Street Capital, which is M-A-I-N. And then I got $0.49 cents from Stag Industrial, which is S-T-A-G. All of these together were $2.89. In the Roth, I got $2.66 from Realty Income. I got $0.45 cents from Vici, and then I got $1.49 from TD Bank, which is Toronto Dominion Bank. Uh, Vici and, T- and TD are my two of my newest holdings that I added back in the month of January. The next time in July when this comes around, those are going to be even higher because I have been contributing a pretty good amount into those. And especially with Vici after the ex-dividend date, which is by the end of March. So that one will definitely be at least a dollar thirty as of right now. It'll probably be up to uh, the way I'm adding to Vici. It'll probably be over $2 the next time I get a dividend from them. Over in the taxable account, with what I have over there, I have not been adding a lot to those particular holdings. Best Buy is actually almost break even for me now, and I may consider adding to that again. It's my lowest allocation, the taxable at less than 1%. I'd be okay with that being at 3 or 4% on the high end, so maybe we'll add to that. Now, let's go over actual portfolio. Um, the taxable is now at $3,516.21. The Roth is at $2,509.71. Put these all together, $6,025.92. So we're very close, well, closer to reaching that $10,000 end of year goal between both of these. So I got about another $3,975 to go. And hopefully, you know, the market keeps climbing, portfolio keeps growing, income keeps growing, that adds more to the portfolio. And as we all know, kind of how I mentioned in one of the episodes this month, I did get a promotion, but I'm going to find a way to how to bump up those contributions here before I hit, before I finish some other goals I want to do with the money. Um, Performance-wise, Taxable did 3.06 for the month of April for me. Year-to-date, 
it is at 4.23%, all time 6.13%, the Roth was up 1.74%, year to date it is up 1.3%, all time it is down 0.13%. And the reason why the Roth is down is when I transferred over my Roth from my previous provider, for which is into a mutual fund, over to one that I managed, um, I, the only three holdings I bought when I started that was VTI, Realty Income O, and then SCHD. I bought SCHD around the $76 to $77 range, and then Realty Income was around that $65-ish range. Those are definitely, those have been down since then. So I've been dollar cost averaging down on those positions. So that's the only reason why those have been a little bit, it's been lower and as far as like uh, performance wise, but it's a Roth. I can't touch it till I'm 59 and a half. I'm not really stressed or worried about it. It'll come. S&P, year to date, it's up 9.03%. And for the month, it was up 3.52%, which means the S&P beat me again. S&P up three, Harris only up one. So I said, it's not my goal to be the S&P 500. I just kind of added that as like a fun little way just to, just to kind of keep track of it with the portfolio. Dividend raises. J&J did a 5.3% dividend raise for me. It went from $1.13 a share up into $1.19 up a share. J&J, thank you for keeping your dividend king status. Discover Financial did a 17% dividend raise from $0.60 cents to $0.70 cents per share. I need to start bumping up Discover more because it's one of my lower allocations. And I need to stop being bad about if my positions are really up in the green to not add to them. And I need to really start getting better about that. I'm going to make an episode on Discover in the month of May. The, it, I don't feel like it's a stock that's really talked a lot about. And I want to go over some numbers and going over my thought process over that. So that's one of the episodes I definitely want to do for the month of May. As far as buys, pretty simple. In the taxable account, I only bought $63.97 worth of SCHD. And that is doing my SCHD weekly challenge. So what I do is, if it's... Week 14, I put $14 in. If it's week 15, I put $15 in and so on. So I've been doing that over in the taxable since I started that in the taxable. Now over on the Roth, that's where I did most of my buys. If you guys listened into my last month's episode where I went over March's performance, I did not max out 2022's Roth contributions. And with that month, I wanted to make sure that I could put in money that could grow tax-free in and just take advantage of that. That's definitely the biggest mistake I made and almost my first year dividend investing, which the month of May is my one year, my one year anniversary of dividend investing. And I'm definitely going to do an episode of it based off of that as well. So I put $50 of VTI into the Roth. I put $41.51 into O. I put $78.28 into TD. I put a $123.86 worth of SCHD. And then I put $67.86 into Vici. That equals $361.51. If I add in the $63.97, I put in my taxable. Grand total for the month invested in April is $425.48. This is another $425 in change that I'm putting to my future into being able to do whatever I want to do down the road whenever that comes. I said I still have no idea when I want to retire or kind of kick back. For now, we're just going to do as much as we can. One goal that we're very close to achieving in the portfolio, I said I wanted 25 total shares of uh, ETF. 
we're currently at 22 shares of SCHD between the Roth and the taxable. Um, when I originally made this goal, I intended this to be in one portfolio. So maybe I'll bump it up from there. But if I reach that milestone, I'll def maybe I'll do it up to 50. But still, it's still something to keep me motivated and keep me going and, you know, just it, holding myself accountable with this, right? Um, for the portfolio, my projected annual dividend income as of today, which is uh, March uh, 29th, um, it's going to be $121.77 in the taxable account. Over in the Roth, $87.30. You put these together, we're at $209.08. So we finally crossed over that 200 mark this month. Um, now that we got this promotion, originally I set this up as $200 and then $400 if I got the promotion. Now, now that I'm factoring the Roth into these episodes that I'm doing, I'm going to definitely make sure that the goal is $500 in projected annual dividend income. We're almost halfway there as a total. So we're going to definitely do my best or my best to definitely hit that in there. So with $209.08, that's the projected annual. If we do it based off a month, $17.42. If we do it based off a week, $4.02 or 50 cents, 57 cents daily. When I reach a dollar a day for doing absolutely nothing, it'll be a moment of like, this is definitely fun and doable. So we're going to keep building off of that. Some thought process here. So how do I want to do my buys for the month of May, 2023? Two ways of how I'm thinking of how I want to do this. Right now, the only thing that's read in my portfolio is Ally Financial. J&J is at 0.53% up, so it's practically break-even. It's either going to be two ways how I'm going to do this. I'm going to invest in, put a little bit of money into Ally since it's red, and then contribute everything else into my ETFs since they're all in the green and average up on those. Or... I'm going to make it a little bit more fun and look at all the holdings in my portfolio and add money to bring up a stock up to the nearest complete share. So I'm going to give you an example. So right now with like Jeppy, I have 2.85 shares, right? Um, Kroger, I have 1.57 shares. So what I want to do is, for example, if I need to add 20 bucks to bring the one of my shares up to the next hold, to the next complete share, I may try that route that way. It's making me buy more stocks that are in the green and just taking that psychological part out of it, which has been tough for me. I'm not going to lie. So we'll see how I, we'll see how this week goes. I am going to do my buys on Wednesday, which would be Wednesday is going to be what the third or the fourth. I'm actually going to check my calendar right now. Yeah. So about the third. So we'll see how the market does at that time. I know next week as well. I think they have another Fed meeting to see they're expected to raise up interest rate to another 0.25% points. So we'll see how that goes. One thing I'm considering in the portfolio, um, if you, if you, if you compare what I got in the taxable account and dividends, which was $2.89 this time, I think last time it was like $2.30 or $2.40. There's not much growth in that month just because there, I haven't been adding a lot of money to the to that particular stocks that pay out in that month. I am going to start looking into JP Morgan Chase, ticker symbol JPM. I have personal beef with them, but I'm going to try to put that to the side. And it is a stock that does pay in the months I do like to add more payments to, like in 
January, April, and the, those kind of bases of the months. July, we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm going to take a look into that. Same with Comcast. Comcast, though, has definitely been up like 10% the last week, so I'm not in a rush to add that. I still have McDonald's on my watch list. McDonald's is almost $300 a share. It's going farther away where I need it to be. Not the time to add my Mickey D's right now, but hopefully one day soon and we'll definitely get there. Um, that's all I have for this episode. It's really quick and easy, to be honest, because not really much that happened this month. Um, next month, um, said, well, I'm going to do an episode on Discover. I'm going to do an episode on my one-year dividend investing, things I've learned and how I'm feeling about it. Um, next month's guest will be exciting. It's our first guest that we've had that is actually fully retired. So there's so many questions I want to ask this individual. And I feel like there's going to be a lot of good tidbits of information and, you know, recommendations or advice that what they did and how they got to that point. And maybe we can learn something new from that. And if you made it this far into the episode, you're an OG. You're a real one. I appreciate you. And I, as I, I probably say this every episode. You guys are probably so sick of hearing this. I really appreciate the opportunity of just being able to come in every single week to just talk to you guys about what I love doing and just sharing my story. And you guys keep coming back. And I really appreciate that. If you like what you hear, make sure to give me a follow on the podcast provider or subscriber that you're using as well. If you do like what you're listening to, leave me a rating. Uh, leaving me a rating does help the algorithm for through the podcast provider to get this out to more people. Um, if you definitely want to connect with me, you can connect with me on my Twitter, which is One Penny Podcast, or via email, One Penny at a Time Podcast at gmail.com, or through Instagram, One Penny at a Time Podcast. Sorry, I forgot the podcast part out of there. As always, guys, we're going to reach those goals one penny at a time. We're going to keep building and we're going to keep contributing to our futures. You got this. I got this. We all got this. Eliminate all the negativity and all the noise out there. If somebody's making fun of you because of your $1 dividend, remember why you're doing this. Keep grinding hard. Keep doing what you're doing. You'll reach that goal one penny at a time. I'll see you in the next one.